Hello, assalamu alaikum, welcome everybody to Press Not Oppressed. I hope you guys are all doing well and you're all good and healthy and safe. Um, and I also want to get my Mubarak's out of the way, so Ramadan Mubarak, Eid Mubarak. I hope you guys had a blessed month and a lovely day of celebration. And may Allah accept our fast and allow us to keep the habits that we've attained throughout the month. Um, so sticking to the theme of like Ramadan and fasting, I wanted to share in this episode something that I wrote throughout the month of Ramadan and something that I was reflecting on, which is my personal religious struggle, uh, which is my expectations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And although obviously what I'm about to share is something that's personal and by no means is it anything, you know, revolutionary, I just sort of wanted to illustrate sometimes the importance of what I like to call a spiritual spiritual troubleshoot, if I can even say it. And this is pretty much just you sitting yourself down and confronting the state of your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, asking yourself those uncomfortable questions about where you may be lacking spiritually or what work needs to be done in order for you to reach that relationship that you envision for yourself with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the way I like to look at it is I think it has the same sentiment as going to book yourself an appointment at your local GP. It's all well and good that the doctor can tell you that whatever it is that you have can be treated and he hands you over that prescription and he tells you to come back in a month if nothing changes. The reality, the, the pretty much the biggest relief that you're actually experiencing is being given a word or a condition or a phrase that describes what your problem is. And it reassures you that death isn't imminent, you know? That cough that you've been ha- having, or that chi- ugh, I can't even speak, that cough that you've been ha- having, or that tight chest that you've been experiencing, isn't um, death's knock on the door. And in the same way, when you sit yourself down and you do a self diagnosis on your relationship with Allah, it prevents you from looking at the entire relationship as something that is a t- like something that's com- that can't be saved or a tie that is completely severed like there's no hope for it it prevents you from doing that and when you ask yourself those uncomfortable questions and you unroot what your weaknesses might be be it i don't know um you may experience jealousy and as a result of that, sometimes it makes you quite resentful towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or it might be that you've got quite a lot of pride and it's a reason why you struggle to humble yourself in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just as a side note, I also wanted to make a point that another reason why it's kind of important is that sometimes the way that you present yourself in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the same way that you present yourself to other people in your life as well. So in a way, you're kind of killing two birds with one stone in being able to diagnose your relationship with others in your life as well as your creator and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And once you're able to do that, um, you're moving on from that. So let's just say you've figured out what your weakness is. What are you able to do next? 
So the first thing I think is quite important is communicating that to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, vocalizing it, going to Allah and saying, this is my struggle, X, Y, Z, this is what, um, this is something that's been impacting our relationship and I want to change that pretty much. And a lot of the time when it comes to the way that we, the, with the way we think about speaking to Allah, I think that we imagine it to have a really a huge sense of formality if that makes sense we really think that we think that there's only a certain time and way to address allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when in reality you can always 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 the door is always open you can always speak to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it's important to not think in that way because it can hinder your ability to express vulnerability towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, so and, and that's something that obviously can be quite um, impactful so moving on from that let's just say you've been able to you've communicated that the next thing I think it's important to do is to seek refuge from that weakness pray to Allah that he's able to protect you from the harm that you bring to others with that weakness and the harm that you bring to yourself and your obviously and your relationship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that's probably the second thing I, I, I say I'm listing this as, as if I had a third thing but <laughs> I don't um, I, and the most possibly the most important important thing as well is to be patient with yourself and fully grasp and appreciate that you're a work in progress and that in you having that concern alone and that worry for that state of your relationship with Allah it speaks volumes it speaks to you saying that you value and you care for the relationship that you have with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you shouldn't be so quick to maybe punish yourself with you know despair or regret or a sense of shame because even in that feeling like that guilt being instilled to you I told a lot of the time that in itself is a gift of Allah. It shows that your heart is still beating, that you know, you still care and have love that you can possibly give to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now I'm just looking at the time, it's seven minutes. Oh wow. Um I was hoping to just have a small introduction into what I wanted to say, but here I am with the gift of the gob. I just talk and talk and talk. Um pretty much the points that I wanted to share before I go on to share what I've been able to find and honestly like one another th one thing I wanted to say is that I really enjoyed writing I really do I think I need to invest more in like journaling and stuff like that I really am going to turn into that girl that journals everything I don't care I have no shame in it um and so yeah I hope this was something of benefit to you guys and at least maybe there was something that you can take away from it but here is what I had to say and what I've been able to write about my personal struggles. So, without further ado. It's unlikely that a conversation with my mum won't end in one of these two ways. Either she'll tell me that if I put my mind to it, I can become a pilot tomorrow. Or she'll say in that matter-of-factly tone, some some remember what Allah said, I am what my slave thinks of me. Now I have no intention or desire of becoming a pilot anytime soon. Instead, it's my expectations of Allah that I wish to elevate. I've reflected and questioned myself on why sometimes I struggle to hold Allah in a high regard. 
and I looked within myself in search of the weaknesses that the shaitan whispers to. On days of low iman, I can tend to expect less from others, including Allah, which is yet another thing for me, God, and a really good therapist to unpack. I also unknowingly measure my expectations of Allah, Al-Wahhab, Al-Wadud, Ar-Rahman, on my experiences with the creation and on how they show love, mercy and compassion. Between projecting my self-doubt and humanizing Allah's capability, it has been a huge disservice to our relationship. The hesitation and fear of disappointment weigh heavy on the cupped hands that I raise in prayer, and I make dua for the scrappings of my wishes because I struggle to believe that Allah can possibly give me what I asked for. In my journey to an ideal stage in my relationship with Allah, one thing I am trying to implement into my spiritual practice is celebrating the positive attributes within myself and occurrences in my life, and instead attributing and accrediting that to Allah. Through this, I hope to grow in confidence within myself and gratitude and trust to Allah, and also teach myself that although the creations will always struggle to meet my expectations, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the giver of all, the loving one, the all-merciful, will always and continually exceed them.